Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Health Coach Lou, and you're listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. You're going to hear conversations from health professionals from around the world. We discuss mindset, diet, exercise, and that latest in health technology. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Healthy Project podcast. Um, I got a special guest in the building. You know, um, smiling does so much for your health. There are a lot of health benefits to smiling. Um, and Michael Ray, the founder of the Smiling Pro- Smile Project Louisville, is doing that one person at a time. He's getting everybody to smile. So, you know, Michael, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Corey, thank you so much, man. I am blessed that you asked me to be in the house, my man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, you know, when I reached out to you, Michael, um, my whole purpose was, you know, with so much going on in the world today, whether it be uh, the election, COVID-19, racial tensions, people just need to smile right now. And, and even through it all, smiling, we need to find the positive. And that's why I loved about your content. So, if you can just, you know, t- first of all, it's a little bit about yourself, you know, how you came up with the, your organization and, you know, h- how important it is to you. Well, I'm going to lead off as, as you rattled through those things. The thing behind you that so resonates is that love doesn't fail. And, you know, that's where the beauty of a smile comes from is a place of love. I say that if you find a place of love, like my beautiful daughter Maddie does, you don't know hate. You don't know how to judge other human beings. So, but, but to answer your question, the genesis really was, and I go back to my daughter, Maddie. She has Down syndrome, which is not crazy unique, but where it is a little bit more unique for her is that she's nonverbal. So when one doesn't really communicate, I would ask anyone listening who's a parent, we take for granted those three simple words we always hear from our children. And that is, I love you, daddy. I love you, mommy. And when you don't hear I love you from your child, I have found that she speaks her love to me through the simplicity of a smile. So when we, you know, interact, I feel the love through her smile. So I had that for years. And then it truly took the intersection of what we do so many times in our daily lives and our routines as we navigate our lives. And that is, man, I was rolling through a drive-through. I rolled through a Wendy's drive-through late one morning when I was hungry and I wanted lunch. And it was the, inter- it was the interaction with an absolute complete stranger that made me feel so good. So as I had time to process that, I kind of looked at, well, my daughter makes me feel love through, you know, through her smile. And then it was this, this girl named Sean Trail out of Wendy's drive through And I was having an awful morning as I left the office to go get two large chilies at Wendy's. Never thinking those, those 30, 40 seconds that I shared with a stranger would make me feel so good. But again, we don't know as we navigate our lives whether it's at the drive through the coffee house, the grocery store, at church, no matter where we are, we don't know what someone is carrying in their head and their heart. It started with, you know, it started with your daughter and now it's just grown into this movement. 
it, it, it is a movement um, in which, you know, when you set out to create change in your life and the lives of others, you never know what the hell you're going to get, man. So, so be careful when, you know, when I say be careful, when you do the work then and it's purposeful and it's intentional. And then I found myself, you know, early on, it, 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 it wasn't called anything. The first couple of months, it didn't have a name, but I was just taking random. But I, I felt how beautiful it was in that moment with Chantrell that I actually took my picture with her. I took my picture because I knew it meant something for me. You know, what people need to know and understand is after I went through the drive through I actually pulled over and parked. I parked because I had to process what I was going through that morning at work. And I was laughing about how good that felt. And I was crying because I was like, God, what are you trying to tell me here? <laughs> so I got out of the car and, and you look, there's probably one of those taboo, crazy ass things that you should never do. And that is walk back up to the drive through outside because immediately, man, they just think something's wrong. You know, they didn't give you something. <laughs> and that's exactly what she said, sir, what's wrong. But the beauty of the moment was nothing was wrong. And I just said, I, I wanted to say thank you. And I had no idea in the moment why I needed to, but I was like, could I take my picture with you? I think again, it was God talking to me and like, take, take your picture with Chantrell. And so I took my picture. I thanked, I couldn't thank her enough. I left. I processed that over the, you know, the next couple of days. And then I found myself in another situation, taking another picture, smiling with somebody else. And then this just kept going on for the next several weeks. And I'm like, holy crap, I've taken like 12 pictures with strangers now. And I'm feeling the love of just the simplicity of smiling and just having a few minute conversation. And I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? As I started to then share them to social media and as people started reacting to what they were seeing, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm impacting the attitudes and behaviors of people that all of these strangers out there have something amazing about themselves. You know, and when you lead with a smile, <laughs> it really breaks down barriers because, <clears throat> excuse me, you're sending love to a stranger. A, you said a few things there, you know, Michael, that really resonate with me. And that's, you know, purposeful, intentful, you know, being being purposeful in, in anything we do, especially when you are can encourage somebody else. You know what I mean? And and you going back and telling that young lady what that meant to you. I mean, I can only imagine how that filled her up and how she just passed that on and how she passed it on to you and, and now how you're passing it on to to their people you know if if you just give me your, give me your thoughts and opinions you know michael how how much do you believe which i'm assuming it's a lot but how much do you believe that right now in 2020 that people need to just get out of their comfort zone and connect with people they don't know and just encourage somebody else you know my, my man i think that's where awesome happens and i think a lot of times we climb in our own minds and we're afraid of what other people are going to think when we get out of our comfort zones. We're too worried about how someone's going to react or what one is going to think to be crazy. Let me give you a story. <laughs> so this goes back about a year ago. And again, I fully embraced because as I was intentional and purposeful at first, in creating new habits and smiling with strangers. You know, look, I'm a high extrovert, but on some level too, man, when you go and do some crazy ass shit, sometimes you, you know, you have to step out of that, out of that zone. I walked out of a grocery store 
can't make this up. I walked out of a grocery store and I was in the parking lot. I was carrying my bags and I saw these two black women. And I believe a lot of time, Corey, that for me in my faith, it's God talking to me. And I was like, all right, man, what do you want me to do? So as I approached them, I literally put one set of the bags on the other hand, I was carrying them. <laughs> and I don't know why I immediately put my arm around one of them. <laughs> and I smiled and I looked at her and I said, Hey, when's the last time a white man put his arm around you? <laughs> and, and she looked up to me and she said, actually never. It's about damn time. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and then, and then her friend, her, her friend next to her, her friend next to her goes, Man, he smells and looks good too. <laughs> and, and you know what, Corey? That's all, that. That's all it was. And and I literally, I gave him the peace sign, and I said, "Have a great night." And I walked off. So you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone. Again, love never fails. When you lead with love like that, then you know you make people feel comfortable and feel loved. And you're not worried about what they think, you know, so they probably left. They probably went home man, and they go, you're never going to believe what happened in the Kroger parking lot, man. This crazy ass white guy put his arm around me, you know, but, but that, but that's okay because it's just in the moment, it gives them hope and faith and love, you know? So that's what people need to do is, you know, I'm not saying you need to redure COVID go around it. And that's one of the things that, that challenges me still is because, I do crazy ass stuff like that, you know, so mm -hmm. I have to be a little bit more mindful in the moment when, when I'm around strangers of it's, it's not as safe. <laughs> Somebody might smack me now. <laughs> right. Right. You need to really judge the moment a little bit, a little bit better. <laughs> it, it is a little different. This was pre COVID. So it's a little different right now. So, <laughs> right. So, you know, you know, Michael, you know, what is your, what is your overall goal with your organization with the Smile Project Louisville? You know, what what would you like to see happen in the future with with that and everything that you're doing? And you know, I think that has evolved. <laughs> I think at first all I was trying to really impress upon people was just that, get out of your comfort zones and 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 make people smile, make them feel loved, do a random act of kindness. <laughs> you know, again, a lot of times we we don't think when we do it that something can grow as big as it's become. Mm. Um, but again, if you put the work in and, and you make people feel loved, be careful because it will, you know, grow bigger than you. And I think for me, when I really first started feeling it was right before COVID earlier this year, I'd been doing it, you know, at that point, a little bit over a year and a half. And I, I was doing a local radio interview and it, it hit me in the moment. I can't remember the question, but I do remember my response. It was like, I understand now the power of one in multiplicity in that my message has just resonated. So, so when you ask me that question, I want COVID to be over. I want COVID to be over because, you know, LinkedIn has given me the opportunity like you and I today connecting and having a, a very meaningful, loving discussion. But you know what? I also want to get out in the country because as I've built relationships with so many amazing people, they're now going, hell, man, would you and Maddie come, you know, come to Philly or, mm -hmm. or come to Detroit? You know, maybe we can do some things in our city. So it's 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 grown in the number of eyeballs that are watching and engaging. So where I see it, I see it as as being 
a bigger movement, a bigger brand. Um, you know, even having thoughts of, do I have to lose Louisville <laughs> because because it's just resonating nationally and globally? <laughs> you know, is is that something I need to do? Um, and I, I see myself on stage. I see myself being in front of people and inspiring them to create the change they want to see in their lives. That's awesome, man. That's that's awesome. And you know, as, as you were talking, Michael, a question came up uh, where. Something like, you know, someone like myself may struggle with, and that's wanting to um, see somebody random on the street. Let's say let's say um, COVID is over. You know, we're all out and about doing our thing and I see somebody out and maybe I, I have a feeling that I need to go talk to them. But there's that fear of of, man, should I do this? You know, how do we get over that fear of, you know, wanting to help somebody? But or even just give a good word, but that fear of just like, ah, maybe it's not the right thing to do. I think a lot of times, you know, again, it goes back to what I said. You you, you have to get out of your comfort zones mm-hmm. for amazing things to happen. And even in even in a situation like that publicly, it it, it always can evolve. And let me give you real examples, you know, where a lot of grocery stores have self-checkouts. OK, so you could choose to to roll through the self-checkout. They got a you know, person always monitoring there. You can walk right by them. or you could actually smile and say, have a great day. Or you could a lot of times what I do is as I'm walking up to them, I give them a fist bump. I give them a high five, you know, so you can mm-hmm. take it a step further by just saying something, you know, to them <laughs> or you can take it even to the extreme that I did one time, you know, some grocery stores in the self-checkout actually have video monitors. Okay. So they got cameras watching, watching the stuff you're checking out. Mm-hmm. And I had one, one time in a grocery store when I was sitting there and I looked up and when I saw myself on camera, I was like, well, hot damn, I'm on TV, man. And I started laughing. <laughs> well, the girl doing the monitoring said, sir, wait, she goes, sir, do you need help? And I was like, you bet your ass I need help. So I was laughing, but she walks over. She goes, how can I help you? And I said, hey, look up. We're on TV. And next thing she looked up and I'm just laughing and she's laughing. And that's it. You know, but but in that moment, you know, again, because I don't know her name's LaRonda. I end up taking a picture with her. And I end up connecting on Facebook and then you don't know. And then a week later, she lost her job. And then I'm, I'm helping her work through that. My point is there's different levels in which a lot of times, you know, for me, it's just the simplicity of a smile and like a fist bumper. Hey, what's up? How's your morning? And you know what? That's it. But sometimes when they give you more, I'm not afraid to give them more mm. <laughs> you know yeah. I, I, I had one time too i went to starbucks and i, I walked out of I, out of my car or walked out of starbucks to go to my car to leave and leroy who was the groundskeeper right outside there i didn't know his name at the time never saw the dude in my life i get in my car and i'm pulling up the turn that cat smiled and waved to me and I was like, oh, no, he just didn't, baby. <laughs> you know what I did? I immediately 180 
parked my car, got out, walked over there. I said, what's up, man? I said, he goes, he goes, what's up? I said, shit, man, you waved and smiled at me, man. I said, I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> you know, and then, and then and I ended up doing a random act of kindness and, and find a little bit about Leroy. And, and, and I spent 10 minutes with the dude. You know, again, I'm not saying you have to do that every time, but there's all these little moments that we, if you open your eyes and you're willing to just maybe take one step outside of your comfort zone, because again, you never know. You you ne- you never know, Corey, what somebody's going through in life. Absolutely. You know, you don't know how bad their morning is, their day. You don't know the challenges, hardships, and battles they're facing. And I say this, look, you're not going to change the world for everybody. But you know what? Chantrell at a Wendy's drive-thru changed it for me. Right. You get you never know what who's so going to do it. We're going to get anything is possible. And you know, I uh, as you talk Michael, just I can't for what I can't help but smile. <laughs> you know, I can't help but smile as, as you're talking about these things. <laughs> and, right? And you know, I just I have so many questions, I'll be mindful of your time. You know, but you see you said something, you know, that we we never know how we can help somebody. And especially now where we're all wearing masks and we we can't see the smile as much, but we can we can do a little extra. We can communicate our smile through our voice, through other ways of communicating. And that is just so important. So you doing the fist bumps and things like that is just great. You know, it is. And and even sometimes, too, where, where it resonates even on a deeper level is I'm a big fan if anybody's wearing a name tag. So if I'm somewhere like getting coffee again at Starbucks and I see across the way that, you know, hell, that's Susie. I'm like, what's up, Susie? How's your morning? I'm, I'm addressing them by name. Or if I'm walking out of Kroger's again and, and, and I see it's Tracy or Michelle, I'm giving a fist bump and going, man, Michelle, have a great day. We love you, girl. You know, so it's just being a little bit more purposeful because you you kind of deepen that moment a little bit when you refer to somebody, if you have that opportunity, you know, by their name. I still even, you know, again, you can't necessarily see the smile, but I have figured out you can feel it. You can feel it by what you say, you know, and then if you make someone laugh, I often say laughter is just the greater form of, of smiling, you know, yeah. so it's. And, and look, I'm probably guilty a little bit, too, of, of still fist bumping people, you know, as I roll through or giving the peace sign, you know, whatever. So. Right. 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 How um, how do you do you see, you know. Um, I mean, you said your your daughter, Maddie, was kind of the the, the major inspiration. Right. And she kind of became almost as popular than, as you on, on LinkedIn. You know, I, you know, people love seeing seeing her on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. Um, oh, I forgot my question. But when when you see her now and, and seeing that the the impact that she has had on thousands of people, you know what I mean? Just by seeing her smile and that connection, you guys, how, what does that mean to you? You know what, dude? It it, it absolutely blows me away, and I say that because. Um, you know, as we remember specific moments of meaning in our life, I can vividly remember Maddie, Maddie is my, my second child. 
So my first daughter was born about two and a half years before her, and we didn't know. So I can actually still see myself standing by myself in the hospital room after she was born crying. And I say that because in that moment when we found out she has Down syndrome, there, there is a grieving process of fear, understanding, um, you know, all of those things that all those emotions that go through your mind and not knowing what their life is going to be like. And then, you know, what people really never saw with her is that, hell, she was almost five before she walked. She doesn't eat solid foods. Um, you know, again, she's nonverbal. So you just don't know what they're going to on some level. There's, there's so many different levels of the ability to function intellectually when you have Down syndrome. And she's on the lower end. But I think for me, where it really resonated the most first was when she was a senior in high school about four years ago. She was voted homecoming queen. And that was really one of the first moments in which I felt it took me back to the hospital room. And I was like, you know what? It's all come full circle. She is so loved by her community. And then, you know, again, sharing that relationship that I have with her. And really all I'm trying to impress upon people is what, you know, look, most kids don't have Down syndrome. It's just, you know, if you're a parent and a father, what a relationship just should look like as, as a man and a father, <laughs> you know, you know, with your children. And, and at least with her, you know, a lot of times too, if we're not doing a random act of kindness to make people smile. <laughs> and, and my LinkedIn post today, was, was totally different. It wasn't, it was just me and Maddie for about 30 seconds, but just trying to impress upon people truly what joy and happiness in life looks like. It's not chasing the material things. It's just the love that we have in the relationships with our family and friends. And that's what really Maddie brings in. And I try to share with the world. Amen to that. You know, and, and just thinking of my children, yeah. you know, my, myself is like, you know, hopefully that they're, they're seeing what I'm doing for them and they, they know that I love them. Like I don't, think, I don't have to say it or they don't have to say it all the time. You know, you know, my daughter's 10 now going on 21 and there are times where she's just like, all right, bye dad. Like she just, <laughs> she has to go. But, you know, I can look at her and she can look at me and I know, <laughs> know that she loves me and she knows I love her. So I think that's so important. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? You're right, because love is an action. Love mm -hmm. is what we do and what we feel. And that's, again, with Maddie. It's She doesn't have to say those three words, I love you. It's what we feel. And, and you get it, too, man. I, I was on a podcast a couple of hours ago and I said this. You know, and as parents, you get and feel this in that, you know, we're selfless. I mean, love is, is about being selfless, too. And, and as a parent, how many times do we put our kids' needs before our needs? You know, that's selfless love. So, again, love is that action that we show to our family and friends. Yeah, it's great, I guess, on some level to hear those three words, I love you. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's how we feel it through the actions of our loved ones. Absolutely. You well, show people you love them. You show them. Yep. You show show and prove. I'd rather you show me than, than tell me. You know, baby. Awesome. Well, Michael, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. If 
people listening want to get in contact to, with you and learn more about you and what you're doing, where can they, where can they reach you at? So really a couple of ways. Um, first of all, the website, and it's about as simple as it gets, is smileprojectlivel.com. The really cool thing about everything we do is all uploaded real time in there. So even if someone listens to this is not even on social media, they can kind of see and feel it. Um, fo- you know, come follow us on, on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm on all the socials. <laughs> let me, let me leave your people with one thing because <laughs> the one thing that I have truly found and understand is what Maya Angelo said. And, 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 and we go through our lifetime. There's so many different quotes that inspire us and move us. And this is the one singular quote that moves and inspires me more in the work that I do and everything that we've just discussed. And that is people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will not forget, my friend, how you made them feel. Mm. They will not forget how you made them feel. I got asked one time, well, what did Chantrell say to you at the drive-thru? I can't remember. I remember how she made me feel. Right. And it doesn't even matter what she said. What, it it's made, about it's how made you make someone great. else feel. It made me feel great. So a lot of times it's not what you said. It's how in the moment someone feels loved. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that word. But hey, my- <laughs> thanks for having me on, brother, man. Much love to you and your audience. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And everyone, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll talk to you in time.